Hello, my name is Marble C. Cantus, and you're listening to The Deck of Friendship. In listening to this episode, we are going to take you on an emotional journey, not yet heard by any human being uh, until now. Um, oh, and also my pronouns are she, her. Hi, I'm Ray DeRoso of the Deck of Friendship podcast, and the journey you will take today will take you places that will be unknown to you until you listen to the episode and my pronouns are he him hey what up everybody it's mars we're gonna get wild they them we're gonna get wild let's go hi Hi. I, th- I thought that normally I'm the calm one, so I thought that I would be really energized for about three seconds. Wait, Mars, what are your pronouns? Huh. I, I said they, them. I did I did oh. say they, oh. them. Uh, welcome to our weekly book club, where today we're, uh, we're going to be talking about a series of unfortunate events. Darn, I accidentally read Aragon four times all the way through. I thought that's what we were supposed to do for book club. I thought we were doing the first chapter of the Pokemon Adventures manga. Well, that's what we should have been doing, clearly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's what we should have been doing. Well, you know, I, I made that joke, but Joe and I are doing a book club where we read through the Pokemon Adventures manga. Oh, I love amazing. that. I, well, the assignment for the book club was that you just read whatever you felt like. I feel like book clubs are a little too restrictive. And I'm really, yeah. here, to, I'm really here to shake up the book club market. Hey, yeah. everyone. Um, this week for book club, I brought my favorite tweets. I read the subtitles of Marriage Story (laughs) while watching it. (laughs) (laughs) What did you bring this week, Mars? Uh, well, I, uh, I read, uh, I don't, I don't read. I'm sorry. I just don't. I, kn- I, I know how to. I just don't. I refuse. It's an ethics thing. I was, I was, uh, just out and about and I saw a woman sitting at a bench reading a magazine. So that's like, you're that's like, like halfway that's, there. Yeah. That's yeah. like, that's something, right? Yeah. Did you like lean in and be like, hey, what you reading? Um, actually, I also remember there was like, there was, there was, there was like a billboard and it said like back to back and it had two comedians from sitcoms standing back to back. And just from there, I have no idea what, uh, what, what else was on the sign. I was pretty enamored with that whole, uh, that whole framing device for when their show was, Mm. but too bad I'll never know when or what it is. Um, I read something today, um, actually, on my way home from work. Um, I was driving down the freeway, and I saw a speed limit sign, and it said 55 miles per hour. And so, I was oh, definitely sorry. going that or under. That's very moving. This is a great, this is a great book club. I'd like to say that um, uh, earlier today, uh, there was, I was playing Super Smash Brothers uh, online, and this person uh, grabbed onto the ledge. They were pretty high percentage. And I started charging up a smash attack, and they rolled in right into it, and I I, I got that win because I I read them so bad. Oh, very nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. What are we even doing? <laughs> We're doing a podcast, Mars. Oh, I talked to my friend Red earlier. Red! (laughs) Everything is falling apart. We are standing on... We are standing on a platform in free fall, much like the Bayonetta stage in Smash Brothers. Oh god, that one always gives me a headache. It's there's so many moving components to that map. Um this is this is Deck of Friendship. We talk about 
anime sometimes. <laughs> Very rarely these days. Well, yeah, it would help if the work. anime was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they really threw us through a loop this week. Um, oof. Oof. It's ah. like every once in a while we bring out that oof of friendship to say like, hey, you know, like there's a problematic aspect to this episode, but this episode was all problematic. It was a bad one. Yeah, folks. there there wasn't there were like there was one okay character that we liked the voice of, and then everything else was very bad. Yeah, was, yeah. It, it was not only a failed colonialism metaphor, but also very racist. Oh, mm-hmm. so bad, so mm-hmm. very racist. So and bad. so bad. Um. So don't watch this one. Yeah, if you're watching along with our podcast, just skip this just one. Skip it's bad. this one. It's not. It's really not worth it. It won't push the plot forward. It, at all. No, and not at all. That's a yikes hard lemonade for you. No. <laughs> Marble. What? I've definitely made that joke before. Not on this podcast. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. Then I what love podcast it. podcast did I make this joke on? <sighs> You have another podcast, Marble. How how, how dare you I, not tell I, us? I, I'm sorry. I just I I thought that it would. I I didn't think that you would. I. It's not. That I have I'm, to go. Well, Mars. I wait, have to tell you. wait. I thought of a funny joke. <laughs> wait, you have another podcast? Uh, um, me? What? Why would I have another podcast? Why would Why would I have multiple podcasts? That doesn't make any sense, Marmol. Yeah, you would never be on more than one podcast at the same I time. I would definitely not make three plus podcasts and have more in development right now. There's definitely no way. Not. No, you're too responsible for that. I'm t- I am. I'm too responsible to make three plus podcasts. I'm three responsible to make four plus podcasts. I'm responsible enough to make 10 podcasts. Have we said anything funny yet? I'm wondering. I think that everything we say is funny, but that's because I find that every moment I spend with my friends is a gift. Heart. Aww. <laughs> I'm not too worried about being funny. I'm just saying, you know, it's been it's been nine minutes of this podcast. And Mars, I refuse to talk about this episode. <laughs> Mars, here's the thing. Yes. If our fans just expect us to roll out with the funny ha-has 24-7, then they don't know us. They don't know the they real us. They gotta stick with us through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. And this episode is thick as heck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is you, thick you is... have no idea how badly I wanted to swear. <laughs> oh. Where? Okay, hold on. I have an actual question because the thick and thin phrase. Okay, got it. Which one's the good one and which one's the bad one? Oh no! Uh-huh. Is this? Oh no! Now I'm thinking about the implications of it. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Wow. Oof of friendship. It's here to stay. <laughs> so thick is there's too much. There's an excess. Thin is that there's not enough. You're going to die. You're going to starve. So both are actually really bad. So the the phrase, we're in it through thick and thin, is everything's going to suck in the yeah. for a while. Okay. Maybe it's body positivity. It's like, I'm with you through thick and thin. You know, like, okay. it doesn't matter what you I look like. like. I love you no matter what. I like that's, that read. That's, that's, that's a, a good, good read. read. That's a good read. <laughs> Speaking of reading, I've joined this book club recently. Oh, really, Ray? What did you read? I read Chrono Trigger, uh, our part of the Boss Fights book series. Hmm. <laughs> 
Um, so in this episode of Fighting Food On, uh, I'm just gonna give you the 100% broad strokes, and we're not even gonna sweat it. All right, we're gonna get we're gonna get through this. All right, you. Uh, they all, all right? look for magic salsa. There's the, the end. They are in chase. The the whole the whole all of them are uh are in a desert for some reason. Whatever. It's this is another one. It's like episode three where it has no connective tissue, so it really feels like it shouldn't. It shouldn't and doesn't need to exist. Um, and this one has several reasons to make you feel like that. For mm-hmm. sure. Uh, here's number one. Uh, for for May is Oslo is has a big speaking role in it. Yeah that that was that was a problem right off the bat. Uh, that was like the first red flag of many. Yeah, it's like okay. So he is like talking about how he used to like hang out. They're going to a place called Dusty Town, and he's talking about how he used to hang out with uh uh a, a girl named Rosalita. Yeah, and um like they apparently used to to be a thing, and everyone immediately starts out loud laughing at him that anyone would ever fall in love with him which is like (laughs) which like on one hand that is that is certainly what happened isn't uh it yep on one hand i i'm like well i i don't like oslo but on the other hand it still feels it's still really mean (laughs) on the other hand jesus Uh, These people are not friends. No, they're not friends with Oslo. No. Uh, They keep trying to ditch Oslo, but he keeps following them. They're not friends. And I fear that when Kayla meets the White Witch in the forest, she will sell Chase for Turkish delight. Here's the okay. We can talk about the what literally happens in the episode, or we can talk about this, which is Turkish delight, which is that this is the episode that confirms the existence of real, regular, actual animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can we talk about there the were ostriches? bulls in this episode? There were ostriches. There were bulls in this I love, episode. I love and the, the ostrich, ostrich made a funny face. Mm-hmm. Uh, ostrich made an incredibly good face. It's the best face towards Claudia, of course, who is featured in this episode. Yeah, it made me do a giggle. Yeah, that that was definitely the best part of the episode was the face that the ostrich made. I also liked uh, Claudia's internal monologue about stealing the salsa. Yep, that was that the was other good, good part. That was that was also good. Um, Marble. Could you just actually Marble Ray? I want you to both take takes at this. Could you uh, please make a noise to describe what face? No words. Just make a noise to describe what face the ostrich made. Uh, Ray, Ray, you take it first. You want to go first, Ray? Yeah, sure. Um, it's probably (laughs) that's that's pretty good. Okay, here's mine. Ha. Oh, also very good. (laughs) Oh, that's really good. Let let me try. Let me try. Oh, that mm-hmm. that's also good. Vote now on your phones. Vote which one is the best one? <laughs> we'll Just reveal at the end of the like episode button. who won. Yeah, at the end of the episode, we will circle around and we will tally all of the votes. Uh, and it won't be the, like the Iowa caucus at all. It'll be very straightforward. That's oh. That's topical. Oh, that's that's so relevant. That's I made, so topical. Hey, everyone, the award comes down from the ceiling. I made a topical <laughs> joke. 
that was so topical and relevant when this episode comes out tomorrow. Uh, when when already today, when this is recorded, February 11th, 2020, it's already kind of old news. But it's so relevant. It's so relevant. It stings like it happened yesterday. Hey, I'm, I, I, I still get to kiss an award, so. You do. Please kiss the award. Mwah. Hey, how's this for topical? Right now, Knives Out 2 is trending and I've never been happier. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> Um, oh, that's exciting. Are, this is the first whiff that we've never even seen birds before. Real animals uh, exist in this world. And I guess that makes sense because some of here. the foods are made of meat. It seems mm-hmm. like. But like, we never think of it. You know, we never think, we didn't think about the implications. Yeah, that's terrifying. We didn't think about the implications. We yeah. saw f- we saw dead fish before. Did we? Cooked fish, I guess. In oh, the you know, oh, in the giant yeah. um, Oh, you're block. right. Yeah, when the laser man did his yeah, whole thing. When the 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 big four were like, oh, yeah. let's be excessive about f- cooking. That was the big four, wasn't it? I it forgot was. that we saw them so early. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then never again. Except Cinemonkey's kind of just been around. Cinemonkey's yeah. kind of just been, yeah. Cinemonkey's the first one we're going to take down is the thing. Seems like it. Mm-hmm. What if, I have a question. What if season one, I say in quotes, <laughs> uh-huh. season one of Fighting Food on is taking down Cinemonkey and it ends on a cliffhanger of trying to take down the rest, but it never get it, got anything. Then we can infer the rest of the show. Then we infer that, <laughs> yeah. Like, How hard at could some it be point, to write the rest of Fighting Foodons? We've been doing it. We've been doing it already. I, I guess my question is, do you think that the show will have an ending? Probably, probably. Probably. I'd say about an 80% chance that we end with most things tied up. Most loose. Can I just ask, is it incriminating that I'm chewing on Turkish Delight right now? Because I don't want people to think that I like sold my, my, my immediate family for it. I mean, um, I didn't, if you're wondering, definitely didn't. I, I, an offer was made and I declined it, but Marble, I do have, I have the Turkish delight. Marble rolled really high on her sleight of hand check and, and stole the Turkish delights away from the offerer. All of my siblings are 100% fine. Where are None they? None of them are captured. Where uh, are they, Marble? I need to know. Just cause. They're just, they're just hanging out at McDonald's. Okay, cool. Are you, do you need me to pick them up later? No, that's fine. Good? Okay. All right, cool. It's anyway. really close to where they live. They can, they can just walk or Uber. Okay, cool. I'm glad you didn't sell your, your family for Turkish Delight. Yeah, who would do that? That's messed up. I would never. And I didn't. And that's not why I have Turkish Delight on my desk right now. It's not the reason. You already told us your family's fine and at McDonald's. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. So let's talk about something else. Let's change the subject, right? Well, because they're it, safe, so it doesn't matter. It, yeah, well, it, it feels like the more that we talk about it, the more, like, chances we get to think about it and, like, how it, like, it, it, it feels like you're extra covering for the thing. Are you, you uncomfortable talking about the fact no, that your family could have no, been I'm sold No, I'm so comfortable away? right now. How could I not be comfortable when I'm munching on this delicious Turkish delight. I mean, like, what would you be covering for? Obviously, because you didn't do anything. Because nothing happened. Can you just clarify for me one more time where you got the Turkish delight? The, the store. Ah, see. Interesting. Hold it. Uh, that is in- I have found some inconsistencies <laughs> in the testimony, your honor. Dun, Proceed. Dun, 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 you dun, you dun, claim dun, dun, to have bought dun, the Turkish dun, delights at dun, the store, but dun, the evidence dun, shows dun, that you dun, rolled really high on your on your sleight of hand check and stole it from a witch. 
cross-examination. I need to answer this, so can somebody else do the pursuit music? Okay. I don't da, know it. Da, Go for it. Da, da, no, 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 pursuit. Da, da, Which one's oh. pursuit? Da, da, the one that's like... Yeah, that one, that one, that one. Or, or, or better yet, just add it into the episode. <laughs> there we go. I, do, I only remember that beginning bit. Don't dodge the question by singing. No, I didn't do it. So you did or didn't steal the Turkish delight from the witch or buy it from the store? Yeah, which one did you do? Both. I have two boxes. Oh, interesting. Now, there wasn't two boxes earlier. Where's your family right now? They left me. They left me. At, they left me at uh, the mall to go I to heard McDonald's. Them call me over the. Yeah, I heard them call me over the intercom, <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> That's our transition song. <laughs> when we're done with a bit, you just play that for half a second and move on. <laughs> this is just like a clip show of the worst imaginable things <laughs> a clip show <laughs> welcome i'm sorry like you, like you know sorry we had to actually take this week off it's a clip show of our worst bits <laughs> that didn't come live <laughs> but they all flow together seamlessly somehow because that's what clip shows are about clip yeah. shows are about your worst bits <laughs> Just just piled together. Not deleted scenes. Clip show. show. The wording is very important here. This is not deleted scenes that we thought, like, would do pretty well as their standalone thing. This is a clip show. We are highlighting every bad thing we have ever done. (laughs) And surprisingly, it's in one of the worst episodes of Fighting Foodons. Just so happens to be bad. So here's the next next clip for, for the clip show. And then we just put Marble's body in a big microwave. No! Oh, God! No, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. All right. Well, oh, why do you wound us so, Mars? I don't know why that bit in particular. I think you me, just revel in the darkness of it. All right, loyal listeners. We're going to talk about loyal. the ending of The Good Place. Sure. Wait, no, I haven't. Oh, no. Do you want to? Do you want to? Hey, I have a quick question for the two of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you seen any of Lost? Yes. No. How much of how much of it have you seen, Ray? At least two and a half seasons. Okay. Do you want to watch the final episode and try and guess what the rest of the show was? Absolutely no, because that not. implies watching something for like an hour uh-huh. and then having to talk about it with no context. We and just, that's scary we, we for just, me. We just watch it at 3x speed. I can't. I can't. I thought that was going to be a secret podcast for you. Oh, maybe one day. What if every week you watch the last episode of Lost <laughs> with some with a new guest and have them give their interpretation and then you expound upon it and everybody has a different one because the ending is so buck wild and open ended. Actually, I don't know if it is or not. I've never seen it. I've it's, never seen it. I don't know. It's uh, I'm not going to expound on Lost right now. They're here's what happens. Maybe. Here's what here's, happens here's in the. Here's, lo- here's the secret about Lost is that it was all zombies. Let me, let me, let, oh, let, you, let me. You t- wanted let, to? I know, I know exactly how it ends because I pulled up the Wikipedia page. Okay, okay, uh, but it was zombies, though. I just wanted to make. So sure. the main character who Where's remains nameless because the you know the 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 person watching projects 
onto the main character. Uh, wakes up on the Endar Spire, mm-hmm. which is being attacked. By zombies. And tr- by zombies. Thank you. Thank you. And Trask opens up your door and explains how to walk with the left mouse button and uh, also using the West keys to control yourself. And so the main character gets out of bed and receives telecommunications from Carthonasi. This is definitely a reference to something. I'm not sure that Mia Ray has gotten it yet. Nobody's gonna stop me, so I get to just no, keep, keep going. going. Right, Ray, do you do you know I'm what this so is? I'm so close. I'm so close to getting there. So they're walking through the corridors, fighting all no these idea. soldiers and whatnot, and then just, they just open shout out the door. You know it, Ray. Tra- Trask Trask opens the door, and there's an evil dude standing behind it, and he's got a lightsaber, and he's oh, like, oh, okay, yeah. so it's like Knights of the Old Republic. Or uh, it's Kotor. It's oh, literally Kotor. that. Okay. I was like, but it's he either steps Kotor behind or the door. Hold else. on, this is the most important part. He he steps behind the door. The door closes. He dies. <laughs> he steps through the door and he gets killed by a lightsaber man. And then you meet up with Cartho Nasi and you climb into an escape pod and then jettison to the planet of Terrace. Huh. Okay. And that's how Lost ends. I, okay, I have a slightly different interpretation for you. Hold on. Give okay. me just a moment. Lay it on me. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. I need to... Hold on. Okay. Now, from what I remember, the first episode of... Why is the internet failing me right now? <laughs> hold on. I thought it was the last episode of so Lost. So, here's the action. Er, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to spike this ball? Yeah, but the internet's being very slow for me. Hold on. Right now, I think like, it, I Marble, think it was zombies Marble, all along. I think it was zombies all along. Marble put, like hit hit the ball into the air, and Ray went to spike it, and then we're just sort of frozen in the moment. It's like, oh, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna do is he gonna it? Spike it? Why is this Wikipedia so bad? I'm so confused. So the the uh, here's here's what actually happens, y'all, mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in the in the final episode of Lost. Desmond gathers many of the Islers at the benefit concert of Daniel Whitmore, Jeremy Davies at Drive Shaft. One by one, each protagonist begins to recognize each other based on close contact with a person or object that was important to them throughout their time on the island. Receiving flashes of memory. Eventually, most of them remember their past lives and are drawn to the church that was the site of Jack's father's funeral. Uh, there's this a long Wikipedia page for the final episode of Lost. Hmm. That's yeah. really funny, Mars. I don't know what you're referencing, but I'm sure that's like, that's I- just I'm a really funny I'm referencing the final joke. episode of Lost. Yeah, that sounds hilarious, Mars. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. Sounds like Marble doesn't believe you because I have the actual plot synopsis of the final episode of Lost. Let's hear it. Lay it on me. At the Duckburg Harbor, Donald Duck is preparing for a job interview <laughs> while his nephews Huey and Louie enthusiastically help him get ready, which ends up causing messy results. After he discovers that the babysitter is unable to make it, presumably due to the boys giving her a new address, and his last nephew, Dewey, had attempted to hijack their houseboat without him around, Donald reluctantly takes the boys to Duckbird's billionaire adventurer, Scrooge McDuck, much of the boys' excitement. Oh! See, here, my, here's, like, I, I have, like, a bit of an add-on to my interpretation. I was under the impression that it was supposed to symbolize how in this episode we learned the story of I was literally just gonna do that! I brought up the, long ago. I brought it up, I was literally about to say it, and then Marbles, you started talking, and I was like, she's gonna do it. She's gonna go for it. Oh, I, I so wanted to interrupt you to do the same exact joke. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here, let's say it at the same time. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. In this episode, we In learned this the episode, story of Master Flambe. It seems long ago, the Master Chef cooked a masterpiece pizza for Princess Cupcake, but instead of waiting, she grabbed a slice at a place in town. Heartbroken, his ghost in his ghostly food on slice and Frenchy Latoast. Not to mention the grease blobs haunt the Flambe forest and the mansion to this day. When Claudia locates them, she plots to use the food on to terrorize the kids and steal their food on. She first she kidnaps Kayla, then uses her hostage to. The kids, the, the kids to the haunted mansion. mansion. Then, then once, once again, the kids are inside. The, kids are inside, the, the haunting, haunting, begins. haunting begins. But once again, again Claudia's plan is foiled when the ghost of Master Flambe shows, shows up. And believing Kayla is Princess Cupcake, gets her to eat his masterpiece pizza. She thinks it tastes good. And having received the approval, he was looking for Master Flambe's ghost. Yeah, so that's what happened in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, that's the last episode. Now, just checking in, we're 30 minutes into the episode. Have we said anything funny yet? Just checking in again. I think that all of this is comedy gold. I love every single thing we've said so far. I think that if you showed this episode to someone who has never seen Deck of Friendship, they would hate literally every second of it. Uh-huh. But, people who, but people who already like us are going to enjoy it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's my theory. That's that's what the last episode of Lost is truly about. Oh, I do have the f- actual synopsis to the final episode of Lost. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. I don't think I am. I don't, Once, I don't know that I am. Well, here you go. Once the airplane has landed, everyone believes that Robert has gone insane, and he is whisked away on a gurney and in a straight jacket. Robert tells his wife that he is alone in his knowledge of what happened during the flight. However, the final scene reveals conspicuous damage to the exterior of one of the aircraft's engines, confirming that Robert was right along about the gremlin. (laughs) (laughs) That final word just just changed everything. I was like, oh, is Ray, my God. is Ray actually, I read from the actual episode synopsis and I don't remember <laughs> this. And then he said gremlin. I was like, oh, shoot. Do either so, of you know where that's from? Yeah, yeah. Twilight Zone. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that, but thank you. I, I feel like I understand that entire, I mean, the final episode of Lost. Yeah. We did it. Of course, I, I prefer the theory that <coughs> it's actually... Uh, a webcomic strip created on June 2nd, 2008 by Tim Buckley for his gaming-related webcomic control at the lead during the storyline where the main character Ethan and his fiance Lila are expecting their first child. The strip presented as a four-panel comic with no dialogue has Ethan entering a hospital, asking the receptionist for directions, talking to a doctor, and finding Lila crying on her side in a hospital bed, implying that, uh, that's too heavy for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the save, Sans Undertale. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put this over here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of Megalovania, I'd like to do a shout out to a band. Okay. Okay. I'd like to do a shout out to (laughs) to Go Child. Okay. Yeah. It's a band. It is. Made up of Penny Parker and Ryan Mitchum Chongo. Go, wait, or is it Ryan Chongo Mitchum? Go listen to it. They make good music. And one of their songs is a love letter to Megalovania, kind of. Sure. It's a good song. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Good band. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in this episode of Fighting Food Arms, um, uh, we meet. Uh, Are they so, gonna sue us for playing all of Megalovania? Not if we're talking hey, over it. Real quick, okay. hey, quick shout out, quick shout out. Okay. Hey, uh, Penny, 
Can you message me and tell me what the last episode of Lost was about <laughs> if you listen to this? Because I don't know. And I'd like to know, please. Um, hey, can everyone just, like, tweet us your quick synopsis of the final episode of Lost? Except for Penny. She has to message me about it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so, they head into Dusty Town or whatever. And, uh, it turns- there's a bunch of cowboys and a bunch of foodons. Um, and the cowboys are big jerks. Uh, and the food are, are slaves. They're literally slaves, and that sucks super hard. And we're not mm-hmm. even yeah. We're not going to talk about it too much because the show sure doesn't. Um, but it. Uh, they try to the uh, taquito is a food on, and he mm. tries to steal the secret sauce. And taquito has the worst voice. Has the caricature of a Mexican man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's bad. Hey. It's very hey, bad. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Can we like for a second acknowledge the fact that um guess what? Mexico isn't just maracas, sombreros, and guitars. It's there's so much going on in Mexico, y'all. It's like a It is a place with a place history with and his- culture and people Not live there this. and make their lives and go to work in businesses and offices and stuff. It's a lot like everywhere else. Anyway, I should probably stop the song. I think it I think it I, I don't think it undercut your point at all. I think that was that I was uh, it, surprisingly Mexico and many other countries that feature people of color are places and have people and just, can't just be boiled doing down their to best. an image that you have and from the so media. Far, so far fighting foodons has mi- misrepresented most of them. Yes. I would say Yeehaw. I would say has done a bad job with every single one. <gasps> All of them. It's trying to cover every base. And honestly, I don't know if that's the fault. Very clearly here, that is the fault of the original version. But I think, like, in a lot of the other episodes of Fighting Foodons where he had to be like, oh, hmm, yikes. That was probably just a product of four kids doing their thing. Yeah. Uh But this one... Mm, can't, can't, it seems like the art is there, the character design is there. We can't make excuses for fighting foodons. Not that we ever have in the past. Also, you this know, Turkish delight really slaps, I'm just saying. What, fighting foodons could have been so much better if it celebrated actual authentic cuisine from around yeah. the world. Yeah. And wasn't just boiled down to, it's a taco. Yeah, they keep, ca- by the way, they keep calling it taquito, a taco, which is not accurate. Mm-hmm. It's not, those it's not two things same. are not the same. It's not the same. Although, I did like that, uh, I did like that the nacho fries from Taco Bell was there as a character. <laughs> I feel like if, if nacho fries were personified, that is exactly what they would sound well, like. Well, I do, yeah. I do, I do want to talk about, oh, I forget what they're called. But they're, they're Frybo. Uh, Frybo is there. Frybo. Frybo is there, yes. Less terrifying Frybo. Um, and, uh, I, we all loved Frybo's voice. It's hard not to. Yeah, it was, it was very, uh, I'm trying to think of literally any line that they said. Uh, I think that's the beauty of it. <laughs> Is that we can't order up? Hi, order up. This is what the fries sound like. I am. So I'm standing there, <laughs> barbecue sauce on my 
my precious tritium. Hey, you little baby. You think you're so cool, huh? You think you're so tough. You talk a lot of big game for someone with such, with such a small truck. Ah, uh, look at those <laughs> arms. Your arms are so cute. They look like little cigarettes. I bet I could smoke you. I could roast you. And then you'd love it. You'd text me I'd love you and then I'd ghost you. <sighs> That's what he says in the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's his monologue about the lessons that we learned. Yeah. And uh, definitely the best character in the episode. What about the ostrich? <laughs> I l- well, okay. The ostrich was incredibly good. How do we feel about Dinosaur? Uh, sort of a rip-off Donosaur? of Beefsteak. Sour is Beefsteak. I, I don't want to say 2.0. It's more like 0. 0.5. It's yeah. Like Beefsteak beef light. It's like they tried to do Beefsteak again, but not original at all. Yeah, and he didn't even say Beefsteak, so what's the point? Yeah. Although its tail Ow. was a fan, and it was really funny seeing everybody get blown away by it multiple times. You know, Claudia just has an aesthetic. Big dinosaur friend. She likes big dinosaur. Which is fair. You know what? I have a theory. You have a theory? Claudia was a scientist. She was an archaeologist about to make a theme park out of dinosaurs. Oh. And then she was recruited from into the- the, Recruited, in quotes. Yeah, to to the the bad food people. What are their names? I have a theory. Gluttons. Gluttons. I have a theory about Claudia. Yes, Marble. I think- Come up to the front of the class, please. Hi, this is my interpretation of Claudia, the character from Fighting Foodons. I think that she's bisexual. Yeah. 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 Bye. Yeah. This concludes my thesis. You're right. She is bi- Oh, you're leaving. I get it. Hi, Aubergine Bartholomew the Third. He's just sort of walking on my lap right now. I should have. I should have included a cuss word in his full name. <laughs> Never too late to change it, I suppose. True. You could just like drop one right now and just make it official. Well, I think I'll do that later. Hmm. Your- I want to say it in a medium where it'll be allowed to stay there. So on like Twitter or something. Or Google Hangouts. <laughs> MySpace. Dot JPEG. Dot gov. <laughs> MySpace dot gov. Dot JPEG dot gov. Hey, y'all. Where are we at with this episode? I hey, think- I still haven't played the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC yet. That's really out of character Marvel, that's me. really, really weird. I know. I just haven't because it costs like 40 bucks. It's a lot of money. We didn't even talk about Grand Oak. We didn't even oh, talk about Grand Oak. that was the most Oak. important part of the episode. We were supposed Grand to talk Oak. about Grand Oak. So Pokemon hey, Home Did you know that you out. have to pay to use a Pokedex now? Yeah, right? Well, finally, someone... <laughs> Like, oh, how else are they going to make them? How, what? How else are they going to make them? How else are they going to make them? I think maybe fictionally, Pokemon Universe, they would need money, but I don't think that Nintendo needs money to make the Pokedex. I feel like the Pokemon Universe actually, like, they're, I don't, it's not full, like, the actual politics of the Pokemon Universe. I don't know if they're fully socialist, but they do have a lot of socialist elements in them. Mm-hmm. Free healthcare? Yeah, certainly medicine think, is socialized. I think Enharmonia is bisexual. I agree with that. <laughs> I I also agree with this. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, is that Red and Blue d- are canonically married by the events of Sun and Moon. That is just yes, the right. fact. Yeah. That's fact. And we can all agree and, and live with that. Um, for sure. But I think that Cynthia is bisexual. Uh, yes. 
<laughs> I mean, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. You're just right. Why do you think she's my favorite champion? Here's my interpretation of the last episode of Fighting Foodots. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I think that if you play the Lavender Town music backwards, <laughs> you- <laughs> if you play the Lavender t- Lavender Town music backwards, then Fried Ricer is bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> And then your brain gets haunted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forever. It's also, never Fred good. Reiser is bisexual. At least at least you get one good thing out of it. Yeah, one good thing. Haunted brain. Haunted. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brain's haunted. <laughs> Brain's haunted. Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> Uh, Pokemon Home came out like an hour ago, and they revealed what is supposedly named Grand Oak, who yeah, is Oak-related. I, I have po- I have downloaded Pokemon Home to my Switch, and I am looking at the Grand Oak himself. And he has long hair and cool shades that I could never wear. And his name is Grand Oak. And my theory, I told Mars, Mar- Mar- uh, Marble, you didn't hear this, Grand Oak is Gary Oak's dad. What? That's cool. What if, Ray, what if you were named Grand Giroso? I am. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be fine with being named Grand Giroso. That's actually very, very good. I might go change my name. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, when does Animal Crossing come out? (laughs) Uh, Not soon enough, but also soon. In like just just over a month. I am so excited for Animal Crossing. Have you seen the new, like, lizard bug catcher? Yes. No. I, I need to show you a picture of this new bu- bug catcher late. Yes. Okay, while you well, look that up, I'll just real quick say that uh, Tahito bends with the main characters. They go out into the desert and meet all the other food hunts and they fight, but then they become friends. And there there they... is a, uh, a, I don't even know what food it's supposed to be, but it does have we just had fun with it because it just pops out of the corner of the screen it's like there's humans over there a whole bunch of them mm-hmm. and we just liked them oh it sounded like uh mcgucket from gravity falls yes that's- sure mm-hmm. he was like there's a bunch of humans over there a whole bunch of them well that's not really that that i tried my best here's the thing that you have to know about me is that sometimes i try things and then it doesn't happen yeah that happens that's okay but you're trying yeah here is the lizard. I have I have shown the lizard. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, extremely good. You know what I think about them? There's just like their character design screams one word to me: bisexual. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Is the thing I love the design a lot, and it's a blurry picture. It's extremely. It's so good, good though. I, you know. Occasionally, though, I do wish that Animal Crossing would add like a couple of new animals as like villi- as like villagers, as villagers that can just yeah. be like we don't really. We- I wish you could play as a bisexual lizard or a bisexual wolf, maybe. Yeah, it is. You know what? I f- I I think that there it's it's a little wild that Animal Crossing hasn't had the innovation of what if you played as the animal or like a bisexual frog. Yeah, what if you get to like create your own bisexual animal? I think that might be the next one. Animal Crossing Bisexual <laughs> World. <laughs> it's so hard not to laugh. I'm so hard not to laugh. I can't do it. What? It's just so funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. The bit got me. I couldn't stop. 
Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. But I just think that there should be bats in the Animal Crossing. Bisexual bats. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So then Takiro goes back to town with the gang, and they fight the big dinosaur. And they win, and and Takiro gets crushed by a big pole. He saves the Monopoly guy. He does save the Monopoly guy. And he says, do not pass go, do not collect $200, (laughs) while Takiro is on his deathbed. But then Takiro is given the salsa, the magic salsa, and he drinks all of it. He didn't need to, but he drinks all of it. Yeah, this episode was just like, hey, what if we forgave slavers? And I was like, no. No. The show is bad. The the show's bad, as it turns out. Hey, you want to hear some fun theories about this episode and the the Forbidden Oslo episode? Oh, the two episodes that don't need to exist? Yeah, there's some some are a result of listening to the Lavender Town music backwards. (laughs) They're just a product of our mind. Mm -hmm. Listening to the Lavender Town theme backwards made me bisexual. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Um, There's some commonality between these very bad episodes. One, Oslo is the one that incites the journey. Two, it ends with somebody eating or drinking a magical thing that changes oh, them. Yeah. So basically, everything bad that happens is Oslo's, is Oslo's fault. fault. Now, what about the song that is also bad? That Let's never hap- talk about this song. You mean, you mean the song that's bad? The bad song? And takes up a third of the episode? It literally takes Lavender up a Town third. Lavender Town music played backwards? Is that that's what we're talking about, right? I wish. Talking about the Lavender Town theme backwards. The, the, the song- one that made you. Too bisexual? Yeah. Well, yeah, the, well, one. the song in the in this episode of Fighting Foodons made me straight. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> no! It stole my sexuality and my gender and my car keys. Oh, I hate this episode even more now. Now, okay, now I think we have said a couple of funny things. I don't know if we've said anything good yet, though. No, everything we've said has been hilarious, I'm sure. I'm going to listen to this episode tomorrow, and I'm going to say, ha ha, and I'm going to have a little smile on my face. I'm going to say, hee hee hee, because it made me laugh. So, there, uh, are we done? No, not yet. We can't, we still have to talk about... We have to talk about, what was it called? What did we call it? I don't know. Okay, how about this? How about this? Uh, If you have a candle and the wick is too low in the like jar to light with a regular lighter, uh, you can light like the tip of a spaghetti noodle and then you can just sort of dip it down in okay, there. Now I, okay, Marvel's Life Hack Corner is a cool new segment and I do like it. No, I'm talking about the episode. But... I also don't know if this is actually true because I'm just reading a website right now and like something that I've learned recently is that a lot of these don't actually work. I'm just saying- Uh, One of these is just identify your keys at a glance by painting them with nail polish. Why? Uh, it seems the older I get, the more keys I carry around. Between the car, house, shed, and garage, I have a whole pocket full of keys. To make it easier to quickly find my most used keys, I paint both sides of the key head with brightly colored nail polish. I use different color for each key. The nail polish is extremely durable, and you'll be surprised how much longer it lasts than spray paint Joseph Grace and check out these other 14 secret tool tips for DIYers from the pros. But I could use that nail polish on my nails. Yeah. It's probably a better use for it. I'm not saying there could be... (laughs) This one's a Smash Brothers remix. (laughs) (laughs) 
I all I'm saying is that we have been recording for 53 minutes. I think that that is good enough for a podcast. Wait, hang on, Mars and Ray. First, I need you to look at this image. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> but why is the spaghetti noodle going into the bucket? Okay. So why because is they there... need to light the wick at the bottom. So, so in order, in order to, I need to narrate this image. I need to make sure that it's made clear. So this is an image that Marvel has sent us of uh, of of a woman with a pool noodle connecting her sink. And a bucket. And presumably she is filling the bucket with water through the pool noodle. Uh-huh. Why? <laughs> I don't care. She I needs wanna to put know water in the bucket. Why they decided for the, the, the set dressing of this scene there's olive oil on the side. <laughs> to make it it's a realistic kitchen. It has olive oil in it. It's just olive oil. There's nothing else there. That's all you need. You need olive oil and you need a little plant and you need two cups. And a giant pool. Pool noodle, apparently. <laughs> I do like her shirt, though. Uh, it's anyway. a good shirt. Oh, her is look time is fresh. From- yeah, it's it's got to be time for the at the appetize advert adver- appetizement. Appetizements. That, is that now? Hold on, we're not done yet. Look at this picture. Okay, I'm not even sure that this is a podcast anymore. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure that this is a pot as this qualifies as a podcast. I think we're just hanging out now. <laughs> I, th- I think this is just marble show and tell of weird images. <laughs> It's a life hack. Now I have a I have a real question. It's a life it's a life hack because if you if you take a Ziploc bag and you put it down on a cutting board and you slowly cut it in half with a knife. Which by the way you'll have two halves of a Ziploc bag. For what purpose? That's but that's a butter knife. How are you gonna cut through a bag with a butter knife? Life hack. Send us out of this podcast, Dragon Tales. Hey, thanks for listening to Dragon Dragon Pals, your Dragon Quest fan cast. Bisexual Dragon Pals. Bisexual Dragon Pals. Um, this was a podcast and will continue to be. Um, and you can't escape us. I blame fighting foodons for this episode's energy. Same. I am 100% doing that. Is Now, I have a question. That's, this is very important. Was this episode listenable? Vote now on your phones. Vote now on your phones. We'll tell you about the beginning of this episode. We'll, talk, we'll tell you about the results at the beginning of this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Deca Friendship. Good job listening to Deca Friendship. I am so proud Good of you. Good job. The award comes down from the ceiling. I all made a Final Fantasy reference. What's Final Fantasy? So, Final Fantasy, so there's a girl marching through the snow in a giant mech, along with two other characters named Biggs and Wedge. Uh, thank you again for listening to the show. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Uh, if you want to support us, you can leave us a review on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at Friendship Deck. We have built our cabin there.
I've been trapped in the internet for 45 years, and I live there. That's, yeah. Well, we've, we found marble in a glass tube of internet. I was I was stuck in the internet yeah. tube. Marble, here's the thing about it, and you don't often, you, this is the, the secret, is that marble is actually a tube of goo. Of green, I'm a tube of, of goo. Of green goo that, oh that my gosh. sits in the internet. I'm a tube of green goo. Oh my gosh, how'd that happen? Uh, and as we say every week, Every single one. Bi- bisexual. Bisexual, bisexual rights. Bisexual rights. I'm stopping my recording before this goes on any longer. Bisexual.